This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, speaking of activity, moms, let's talk about moms, sleep, uh, delivery, all that stuff. Uh, A new study has been done linking uh, sleep disorders to premature babies. Uh, I'd like to welcome to the program Dr. Jennifer Felder. She's uh, a postdoctoral research fellow in the preterm birth initiative at the University of California in San Francisco. Uh, Welcome to the program, doctor. Hello, thanks for having me. So you've been doing an interesting study on a direct link, it seems, between uh, women, pregnant women who suffer from insomnia during pregnancy and the time that they will deliver their babies. What did you guys learn? Yeah, so our findings suggest that a woman with an insomnia diagnosis during pregnancy is at nearly twofold higher risk of delivering her baby before 34 weeks gestation. Um, And we also found our findings added to a growing body of research indicating that sleep apnea is also associated with increased risk of preterm birth. Um, I think it is important to note it's not necessarily a direct link. Um, This is a correlational study, um, but we are hoping to investigate in our future research how exactly sleep disorders during pregnancy may confer risk for preterm birth. And our hypothesis is that it may be through increased inflammation. Because Um, a lack of sleep allows for more inflammation? Exactly. Yeah, that is is our hypothesis. Um, And it's based on some prior research showing that uh, sleep disturbances are associated with increased inflammation and increased inflammation is associated with increased risk of preterm birth. And I think it's... Oh, go ahead. Could this be one of those situations, though, you know, when you're talking about uh, inflammation, lack of sleep, Mm -hmm. are some of these uh, caused by some sort of a a chronic pain or something like could it be, you know, chicken and the egg, which comes first? Or is it something that you guys have looked into? Yeah, that's such a fabulous question. In our study, we had such a large sample size that we were able to do a really sort of advanced statistical modeling such that we were able to match women with a sleep disorder diagnosis to women without a sleep disorder diagnosis who were matched on a number of other characteristics that may be associated with increased risk of preterm birth. And so by doing this matching process, it gives us more confidence that this association is due to the sleep disorder diagnosis and not to many of these other factors that you mentioned. And when you're speaking of a sleep disorder, I mean, anyone who is a new mom and or has been pregnant knows, you know, it's not the easiest time to be getting sleep, but you're not talking about that, are you? That is a good point. So yes, we know poor sleep quality is so common during pregnancy and is a normal part of the process. In this study, we were focused specifically on sleep problems that were severe enough to get a sleep disorder diagnosis. So um, I think that it's really important for women not to become unnecessarily anxious that if they're sleeping poorly during their pregnancy that they're going to be at increased risk for preterm birth. But if your symptoms are severe enough that Um, you are feeling quite distressed by them or you're noticing a lot of impairment in your daily life, 
then it may be time to talk to your prenatal health care provider about it. We're just chatting with Dr. Jennifer Felder. She's part of a study that links the sleep disorders to a what seems to be a prevalence of premature deliveries for pregnant mothers. Uh, we'll get back to that in just one second. It is 621. We're just chatting with Dr. Jennifer Felder. She is a research fellow and part of the study that links sleep disorders to premature birth. And uh, doctor, you were saying that one of the reasons, the hypotheses behind this is you think that sleep disorders may lead to inflammation. So with that in mind, is there something that an expectant mother can take to reduce inflammation that would still be safe for a pregnant woman? So we are currently investigating that question. Uh, there, It's really an understudied sort of problem during pregnancy. We know, for example, that cognitive behavior therapy is highly effective for insomnia in the general population of people who aren't pregnant. Um, and it doesn't involve any medication. We don't know yet whether it's effective during pregnancy, and that's something that we're currently studying at UCSF. So we are recruiting pregnant women with insomnia, both in the United States and in Canada, uh, to participate in this trial to help us figure out how best to improve sleep during pregnancy. And women who are interested in learning more about that can visit our website. Uh, it's rest.ucsf.edu. And uh, the commitment for that, I guess, would be to be able to fill out, you know, some sort of a form to ensure that you yep. are a good candidate and then just move forward from there? Exactly. Yeah. So all of our screening measures and study questionnaires are online. And um, participation just it involves no in-person visits. Women get the therapy uh, digitally online, um, which is why we're able to recruit nationally and in, the, in Canada. What sparked the interest in this particular um, correlation between insomnia and, and premature birth? Is it something that has been known in the medical field and just never really studied? Or is it something that somebody was tipped off to? Or how did this come to be? Yeah, so um, prior to our study, there um, there were a few studies showing that uh, sleep apnea is associated with increased risk for preterm birth, and, and then a couple studies showing that poor sleep quality um, was associated with increased risk of preterm birth. So, so there was that sort of existing evidence suggesting this association um, was there, but no one had looked at insomnia diagnosis specifically, um, which seemed to us to be a really important gap in the literature because insomnia um, is more prevalent during pregnancy. It seems to be something that's heightened, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, doctor, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. We really appreciate it. Once no again, if people are interested in uh, participating. Yep. They can visit rest.ucsf.edu. Thank you so much. Have a great afternoon. Thank you. It is 6.25, just ahead of Sports Talk with Jock. Uh, Want to wish Josie a good night. Off to prepare for her meteor shower party on Saturday night. Thumbs up to that. Uh, Jared, you're excited about Brangelina reuniting. So, Well, yeah, that's pretty exciting. You'll be <laughs> scouring all the sites you can find. And Sources say that the divorce is off. I know you were on pins and needles about that I one. was really nervous. I'm so glad that that's <laughs> happened. And uh, thanks to producer Katie as well for uh, making sure this show came together as well as it did. Uh, 626 right now. Remember, severe thunderstorm watches in the southwest corner of our province and into Canmore, Kananaskis could see 
some activity tonight still. Just watches and not warnings. Thanks for all your texts. We'll be back again tomorrow. Bruce Kenyon's final morning show happens here tomorrow morning on News Talk 770. And Sports Talk with Jock is next. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott. Weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.